Hey everybody, welcome to the Bay Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Episode one hundred three. We're back at it again. Jake, how's it going? You know, I'm alive, so everything's going good in my world. Absolutely. Why would it not be? Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about the best team in the Bay Area, and you know what that is. Yep, the San Jose Earthquakes. Well, a little bit of a heater we've been on recently. They won three straight games, then they lost a game, but then they tied, I believe, two games in a row. So, they're 3-1-2 in their last six, which is 11 points out of a possible 18. And that's good. And they're turning the corner, and hopefully they make a playoff run, because that will be cool to see. And that's your Earthquake Minute. You love to see it. Shout out San Jose Earthquakes, the best team in the Bay Area. But let's take it. Let's take it to the second best team in the Bay Area. Yep, the San Jose, the San Jose is... SaberCats. Um, well, oh, there's yes, nothing to report there because their season, they don't have a season. They don't have a franchise anymore. But that's <laughs> the end of your very, San Jose Earthquake. Fifteen seconds. I mean, San Jose SaberCat. Fifteen seconds. Well, let's take it back to now. Newest update: the third best team in the Bay Area, and that is. The San Francisco 49ers, a.k.a. the Santa Clara 49ers, who will be playing the New England Patriots this Sunday. Jimmy G back in New England. Jake, what are your thoughts on that so far? You know, it's going to be fun to see. The game's at 125 our time, so 425 their time, so it's going to be cold and dark. And It won't be that dark, but yes. Yeah, probably not. But Garoppolo's going back to New England for the first time, and it's going to be interesting to see how he performs because he has to play better. Um, But I'm always a big fan of the... I wouldn't say this is a grudge match because... Well, maybe... I don't know. If if Brady was still a Patriot, it would be a grudge match. Yeah. But he's not, so. Yeah, he's not a grudge match right now because he's, you know, he's not a Patriot. But I think it's different when you get traded than when you leave as a free agent. Because no. and I, Obviously, we've already been hearing that Bill Belichick praises Jimmy and stuff like that, so I think it's not that big of a deal. Obviously, there were talks that um, Belichick still wanted Jimmy when and time and Tom did leave. Obviously, that didn't come to fruition when Jimmy was traded to the 49ers, and now they're with Cam Newton. Um, but anything else to add to that, Jake? I was going to say something, but then I forgot because you said something. Right. Sounds about right. Well, let's get into it then. Let's talk about the last week's if I, games. If it comes back, I'll let you know. Yeah, just uh, shout it out there. But yeah, let's talk about the Patriots, uh, who they did lose to the Denver Broncos last week, despite Drew Locke playing like absolute dog shit. Um, like really, really fucking bad. Uh, but yeah, they lost eighteen to twelve. Uh, they couldn't get anything on offense. Uh, specifically in the passing game. Uh, he uh, Cam Newton, who was their quarterback now, was a really much of a non-passer, a uh, non-factor passing-wise. Uh, seventeen for twenty-five, one hundred fifty-seven yards and two uh, interceptions. Uh, they even had Julian Edelman throw a couple passes. He was two for two for thirty-eight yards and along for nineteen. Which? Uh, but yeah. Which isn't great. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, no, yeah. specifically Cam Newton. Obviously, when you have someone else throwing the ball, it's not good as well. But yeah, Cam Newton was not been a really big factor passing at all this whole entire season. We're already in week seven. Um, but as a runner, he's been terrific. He's been back to his old self running wise, specifically. Uh, as a runner in this game, he ran. He had 10 riches for 76 yards. 
and one touchdown. Uh, the 49ers defense is yet again going to be going up against a running quarterback, but not more of a uh, a scramble out of the pocket quarterback, but more of a big design quarterback power kind of running back in Cam Newton because he has a big old body. Um, we'll see how we handle that. Now, what are your you, thoughts on that, Jake? Now, did you go? Did you say his stats on the season? No, I just said on the, the last game. I don't talk about the stats this season. All right, I'll do that then. Well. <laughs> The stats passing-wise, as you said, or you're saying the passing game wasn't great, which it isn't, but his stats in the season are really bad. Um, 800, he's only played four games this year, um, but he's, he has 871 yards with two touchdowns and four interceptions and a QBR, which I hate this stat uh, because it's not – it's misleading because there's two different QBRs. Um, quarterback rating – than this QBR, which ESPN does, which I don't think anyone else does, where he's a 49.3, which is 27th in the league. Um, but two touchdown passes in four games on four picks isn't great, uh, passing-wise at, at least. Rushing-wise, though, he has um, 225 yards rushing in four games with uh, five touchdowns. So you kind of add those to the two touchdowns he's thrown he has seven touchdowns seven touchdown passes uh four you know turnovers i don't think he's fumbled the ball it doesn't say here um but he's averaging i believe about five yards a carry um that's pretty fucking good yeah for for him yeah um so basically for him it's just you don't worry much about the passing game with him um even though he can put out numbers like he did earlier this season against the Seahawks where he threw for um well the Seahawks defense is absolute dog shit yeah so but he threw he threw for 397 yards one touchdown one interception um his completion percentage is high uh so he's throwing a lot of completed balls you'd say that it's efficient but the passing game in New England is probably not going to win you the game yeah kind of like the Niners in a way, elaborate yourself. Say it's kind of like the say. Niners, but not as severe. Elaborate on it, though. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like for the Niners to be successful, they have to be able to. They have to run the ball. If they're throwing the ball like fifty times a game, and the running game is not working, history shows that they don't do as well in the Garoppolo area. Garoppolo era. They did have that one game though against the Cardinals last year. I believe is the I believe it wasn't the one in Arizona. It was one in San and the, Francisco and the Saints too. Yeah, and the Saints as well. So they have they have two games where they do it, but mostly they what they want to do is run the ball, then have the passing game. You know, basically, obviously come off play action. Obviously, yes. yeah, have right. the passing game basically built off the running game. So like as I said, like if they if they're throwing the ball fifty times this week, um, I'm not confident. But I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to have to throw the ball fifty times this week because I think their running game is really good. Uh, their pat, their well, without Mostert, it gets tougher. But you know they have Hasty, they have uh, McKinnon, Wilson if he's back. If Wilson's not back though, I guess they're just going to promote Austin Walter from the practice squad. Um, but then you only have you know three healthy running backs, two only he- two healthy running backs on the fifty-three man roster roster at the moment. Um, so does that mean we see more Debo and Ayuk as running backs this week? Uh, they do a lot. They do what they did last week and do a lot of those jet passes, jet passes, jet sweeps, which 
I'm a big fan of those things. Like the little the quarterback gets it, like punches it out like a foot and a half in front of them. Running back gets it. The receiver gets it. Takes like thirty yards. Counts as a pass. Um, but I think Garoppolo's gonna have to throw the ball downfield this game. Uh, but it's gonna be it is gonna be tough because Belichick against tight ends this season. Um, he's he's basically neutralized tight ends. The best game I think someone had was Kelsey when he had seventy three yards um, on three catches. Um, so that's gonna be so Kittle, but Kittle is different. Kittle's the best tight end in the league, so he maybe have more opportunities in the passing game. But history shows us that Belichick takes away your best player. He's done this for years. Uh, then they also have Stephon Gilmore in the cornerback. Let's talk about some other stuff first before we get into that. Yeah, so like... Um, but yeah, let's be, go back to offense first, offensive-wise first. Yeah, so let me, let me finish my point. Can we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't There's throw like the ball a, 50 games. We have a script, but yeah, yeah. Don't throw the ball 50 ahead, times finish, a game. Finish, finish your point. Don't throw the ball 50 times a game. Run the ball, you'll win. I mean, we're going to talk about the 49ers later, but yeah, let's uh, talk. Well, about, let's go back to the Patriots first. Um, but yeah, like we were talking about, um, Cam Newton not a not a factor passing wise, more of a runner. Obviously, more effective as a runner this whole entire season. Um, but yeah, not only is uh, not only do they have uh, they're they're more leaning on their run game, they have a plus of running backs to use. Uh, they did lose Sony Michelle, um, but they also have Damian Harris, who's been known to be able to run the ball. Rex Burkhead, who's a viable running back and also a pass catching back uh and obviously uh mvp james white uh who actually is not practicing today for undisclosed reasons uh maybe we'll not see him on sunday it is still to be determined uh his parents did die earlier in the year like yeah but he did play last game and again regarding this week he did not practice today for hopefully he's fine we don't know why but yeah hopefully he's fine yeah. Uh, Julian Elliman, uh, really the only respectable receiver on that team. They do have Nikhil Harry, not that great. Uh, again, yeah. Jules is the guy. He completed two passes. The guy, he's the, probably the, he's the leading receiver on that team. Um, no, no, really uh, tight end. I think they have Izzo, uh, their tight end. Yeah, they have no tight ends really. And then they have uh, Asiasi, uh, De La Salle alumni, uh, Michigan alumni as well. I think he went, then he went to UCLA. Uh, he's a rookie this year that hasn't really done anything in the past game yeah, as well. Yeah, he has uh, no catches on the season. Yeah. Hate to see it. Not really. Um, I don't think he's even been dressed. Nah, he's played. Probably blocker then. Yeah, he's played. Um, that's really on the offensive-wise. Like I said, they have a plethora of running backs they can use. Um, Julian Edelman is really the only guy. Obviously, their two wideout sets can be him. Uh, and the kill Harry with maybe... I think Bird is the other is their third uh, third right receiver. He's fast. Yeah, he's pretty fast. So we'll see. Uh, probably a burner. We'll see probably a couple deep balls on the defensive side. Um, on the Patriots uh, defensive side, obviously the guys to watch out. The main guy, the defensive player of the year, uh, Stephon Gilmore. Like you said, probably be covering Kittle. I've I've heard probably co- covering Kittle. Um, probably Debo if he's covering Kittle most of the time. We're probably like you said, we're going to see a lot of Ayuk. We're going to see a lot of Debo. Um, he does play inside. He does play outside. So I wouldn't be surprised if um, we do see more of Debo and Ayuk this week. You had a you had a little question on your face, Dave. Were you going to say something? You just saw on, you said Gilmore will be covering Kittle. Yeah, and you'd be surprised. What's wrong with that? Well, I think that means they're not going to they're not going to have Kittle be on his side. I don't think. Well, that all depends on what what coverage it is. If it's man, then he's going to be there. If it's zone, he wouldn't move. My thing is that. I think 
Belichick's going to put Gilmore on the Niners' best receiver. Yeah, um, which is George Kittle. No, but I'm talking about like Debo or Ayuk because they can. Mm, get, I don't know, man. They can handle because as I, as I, they're probably going to double him a lot. Because that's, that's what they did. That's what they did against the uh, other. Gilmore's going to be right there as well. They did that against other tight ends this year too, where they really shut down the tight end game. They've they've done that. The one thing about Belichick is that he's all he always shuts down the tight ends. Like I've never heard. I've never. I don't remember a game where a tight end's gone off against the Patriots. Like he just for some reason he just has a way of you know stopping tight ends. So, um, but it's gonna be interesting. Does that mean they put Kittle more as an inline blocker? What do they do on that? You know, it's up to that. Shanahan has Shanahan knows he knows more than us. Uh, he's smarter. Um, so he probably he probably has plays where he has. Like, I wouldn't doubt it. No, absolutely not. He has yeah. plays where he has like fifty different variations of what the defense does and how it's supposed to be like set up and stuff like that. So that's gonna be interesting there. Um, but yeah, back to the Patriots though. Nikhil Harry, eighteen receptions, I believe, one hundred and seventy-one yards. We're talking about the defense now, Jake. We're I know, but I didn't get a chance to talk about the Patriots' offense. We already talked about the offense. I didn't have a chance. I said Nikhil Harry. Why didn't you say something? Because I, you're you're on a roll. I didn't want to. I didn't want to interject. Say and... just interject. I do it to right. you all the time. Just Nik- interject. Nikhil Harry goes back to my first round receiver theory. I'm looking pretty good there for that one. Come on, come case. on, say something. Nikhil say Harry. It. He's not a bust. It just hasn't worked out well yet for the Patriots. And he's like their, what, their second option? Eesh. I can see why Kennedy is struggling in the passing game because he has no weapons. No tight end, no receiver really that's, you know, other than Edelman. But Edelman, has, Edelman had that big uh, drop pick six that he had. Um, so that wasn't good. Um, but, you know, the Patriots' offense doesn't scare me. Their defense, though, I believe is one of the best in the league. They give up only 18 points per game. Um, they don't give up a lot of first downs, not a lot of yards. They have a lot of turnovers. So it's going to be interesting to see how Garoppolo plays, how the Patriots play, too. Yeah, the defense, obviously, like you said, still stingy, uh, even without some of the key players who did um, opt out of the season, Jimmy Collins being one of them. Um, but, yeah, back again to the secondary, Devin McCourty, a guy that you'll probably see line up against uh, George Kittle. Uh, Chase Winovich, uh, their stand-up uh, defensive end out of Michigan. Uh, I think it's his third year now in the league. He's doing pretty well over there. And then Kyle Duggar, who is he? He's a rookie this year. He's their strong safety of the year. Um, but, yeah, the defense still got to watch out for them. Uh, but last week, uh, the Patriots did let up 100 yards rushing to Philip Lindsay, their running back, the Broncos running back, and gave up 100 yards. Uh, to their uh, receiver, uh, I think Patrick. So, um, still a lot of things to exploit on this defense. If the fucking Broncos can do it, the 49ers can do it. Obviously, rushing wise, without Mostert, Jake McKinnon, like you said, Jermichael Hasty. If Jeff Wilson's healthy, we'll get a lot of him. But well, we'll did see the how Broncos' that goes. offense really do anything? It was just they had six field goals, correct? Yes, but they still have to move the ball. So again, Philip Lindsay, on your guys rushing. Tim Pat- Patrick, whatever his first name is, 100 yards receiving. Um, with, again, Stephon Gilmore as a corner, there's still holes to exploit in that offense, or on that defense, excuse me. Who's so your we'll free safety? Devin McCourty, like I said, and their strong safety is Kyle Duggar. Jason, oh, they have the McCourty twins, correct? Devin McCourty. I know, but they have, yes. they have Jason McCourty, I, too. I, right? I, uh, I didn't see his name. He probably has Jason as well. But I, I think he does... Uh, 
because Duggar is the main guy at strong safety. Yeah, he Duggar's plays good. that position. I think he went from. I think he got drafted from Lenore Ryan University last year yes. in the second round. Um, yes. I think he's like he's he's good. Yeah, as you said, he's good. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that is on the Patriots. Anything else to add, Jake? Yeah, the the goal is just to you know stop the running backs, make Cam throw, and you'll win the game. Perfect. Yeah, let's talk about the 49ers now. Obviously, last week we already talked about uh, this past episode. Uh, they beat the fuck out of the Rams, uh, 24-16. Uh, just some stuff. Cornerback, uh, who we got two weeks ago, uh, Parnell Motley is on the active roster. Uh, he'll probably be spe- He will be suited up on Sunday. We'll see if he plays or not. Uh, we will be without, like we've been already saying, Supposedly no Raheem Mostert. Um, ben Garland uh, has been put on IR. So has Raheem Mostert. Um, what was Garland's injury? A calf, calf, calf strain, I think. And then uh, Raheem Mostert ankle. Uh, Quan Williams is also going to be out. Um, and Quan, uh, Quan Williams, just like I said, uh, Quan Alexander also out. Um, Kwasi Tart out. <laughs> Sherman and D Ford possibly after week 11, after the bye. Uh, we'll shall see. Sherman, hopefully, D Ford, I could really care less out of, uh, now. Uh, and then Jeff Wilson Jr. probably without him as well. Um, you gonna say something? I do wonder if this is Sherman. Sherman, this is Sherman's last year of his contract. Yes, so he's a free agent this year. Do they resign him? We don't. Uh, maybe. Um, I think. Yeah, you know, we we haven't heard much about Sherman. Like what his injury is really. Uh, it's a calf strain. We know it. Damn, he must have had a significant calf strain because he's gonna be out. He's gonna miss what, like? Well, they had nine, calf strain. Weeks? He was supposed to come back last week against the Rams, but the week during practice he had a setback. I just so, hope it's. I hope it's nothing yeah. Achilles wise. Me neither. Hopefully not. Because that's what happened. Remember Kevin Durant had a, he had a calf injury, then it, you know, then his Achilles tore. <laughs> yeah, big yikes! I mean, he's that he was out for I forget what year, twenty seventeen. He's out for the whole year with a uh, Achilles injury, right? Yeah, he was out. Yeah, with he missed. Whole... He got injured against the Cardinals on his Thursday night game when he had Achilles injuries or an Achilles like like a sore Achilles. Uh, then he, I think it was like week six or something, so he missed the rest of that season. And then season. he played, right? And then it tore. Yeah, and then, then he, he missed the whole entire season. Signed for the Niners. Yep. For a pretty good deal. And that worked out. Um, On the offensive side, obviously we talked about Trent Williams. Uh, he did have a concussion last week against the Rams. He got hit in the head with a fucking leg. Uh, but he did pass. He did uh, play the rest of the game. Uh, he's dealing with an ankle injury. He is day-to-day as of right now. He didn't practice yesterday. Uh, we'll see if he practices today specifically on the 22nd. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the injuries as of right now. Um, but obviously the biggest question was Raheem Mostert, and he'll be put out on IR for another three weeks. You hate to see it. Uh, so with that, talking about the backs, I were talking about Jermichael Hasty, Jake McKinnon, the two main guys. I, I haven't really heard about Tevin Coleman coming back yet, but these are our main two guys. We obviously saw a lot of Hasty last week. He did get more carries in the backfield, nine uh, to Jerick's six. Nice. nice. Um, who do you think gets more carries this game, Jake? Hmm. I think McKinnon does, but I think I, no. Actually, you know what? I think Hasty does, but McKinnon gets more touches. If that makes sense, like receiving wise. 
Receiving wise, yeah, yeah, I definitely, definitely agree. Yeah, I think, um, I'd see the snap count being really close, but more in Jarek's favor, and then him getting a little bit more rushing, but in passing game, he'll be more there because he's he's a really good pass pro uh, running back. So obviously back there to help, um, with in the pass in the passing game protecting Jimmy G. Um, we kind of already alluded this practice uh before. Or this practice, Jesus. This question before, which, uh, well, it's a different question. With Gilmore possibly following Debo the whole entire game, will we see more passes behind a limb of scrimmage this week, which has already seen to work? Like you said, if Debo becomes a non-factor, we'll definitely see huge games from Kittle, Ayuk, and Bourne. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. A, a sneaky candidate for a big game, too, Ross Dwelly. All the attention, Why? Why all do the, you say that? All the attention is going to be brought on Kittle. Dewey is going to be the afterthought, and he's going to probably. I'm predicting he's going to have five catches and a touchdown. Oh, oh, I like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, obviously, like Jake was saying, if he's going to be a play, if seven goers playing the outside, possibly covering Debo, um, Gilmore or, or uh, Devin McCourty, linebacker on Kittle. Obviously, other guys have to step up if that's going to be the case. Ayuk, obviously, being another guy. Wasdwelly, if he's in the two tight end set. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, obviously, we see that he can make big, huge third down catches if it needs to get done. But yeah, that is the game. Uh, we are playing at 125 this coming Sunday um, in New England. So uh, we are 2 0 away, but against the Jets and Giants, who are absolute dog shit this year. Um, probably the biggest test. Um, away this season playing in New England. We'll talk about our who we pick. But before we uh, do that, though. Yes. If Trent Williams can't go, is Justin School starting left tackle, correct? Probably. Yeah, absolutely. If – because I heard – because Grosso is going to start at center. At center, yes, absolutely. And it's going to be Brunskull, Tomlinson, which they did do something with Tomlinson's contract. They added, like, vo- they added, like, voidable years at the end of his deal. Um, so they can add like one point three million dollars to their cap space, so they can make a trade in the, so they can make a trade, if they have to make a trade. But they did make and a both, trade, and which they did. You want to talk about that trade, Jake? Um, they made a trade for Jordan Willis, I believe, from the New York, yes, yeah, New York, the Jets. New York Jets. Um, he had an elite combine. He has elite physical skills, but it hasn't translated to the field yet. But if anyone can get anything out of him, it will be uh, the Niners defensive line coach, uh, Chris Kosurik, who has turned Dion Jordan into someone who's actually usable. And Kerry Hyder is into probably their best pass rusher right now. Which Yeah, I agree. Which we said that before the season. I'd be like, yeah, funny. But <laughs> funny. Good everyone, joke. Everyone's injured. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, guy who can add to the depth that we need at the defensive line. Uh, specifically, uh, edge rusher, um, and we got a pick uh, two back. Yeah, we got a sixth. What did we get back? A sixth. Next yeah, we year? gave um, 20, we gave a seventh. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two seven for him and, and a we sixth. Got Jordan Willis and a sixth round in twenty twenty one, which is, I mean, well, I'll take a pick. So yeah, um, I think that's really it. Uh, Jake, can you take a pause on the podcast real quick, please? Yes. We have some big NFL news to report. There was a trade today. 
involving the tennis. I mean, involving the Minnesota Vikings and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the tight. The tw- Jesus. I think it was the Minnesota Twins, so it comes out Titans. But the Minnesota Vikings have traded Yannick Ngakwe to the Baltimore Ravens for a third round pick and a fifth round pick, I believe. And when you're asking, like, wow, Yannick Ngakwe, wasn't he traded already? Yes, he was. He was traded before the start of the season for a second round pick from Jacksonville to Minnesota. I think a second and a sixth, too. Yeah, something like that. Um, because they thought the Vikings thought that they were, you know, going to be competitive this season. Well, they're, <laughs> well, they're one in four. One, they're one in four. One five. One, they're one in five, and he's a free agent, and they're not going to be signing because they have no cap space. So they did what any team would do and traded him for a third and a fifth. Um, so they get something back from him at least. They so basically they basically swapped second yes. and a sixth for a third and a fifth. So they mm-hmm. went up spots from the sixth to the fifth. But they drop from the second to the third. And that second round pick is going to be pretty good for the Jaguars, who have two first round picks as well. And that pick, too. But the team that has the. There's nothing to do with them. But the team that has the best case scenario is the Dolphins. They have the yes. Texans pick, their second round pick, yes. their own first round pick, their own second yes. round pick. Yes. That should be top ten, That should be top five for them from the Texans in both rounds. Great like, job, Bill O'Brien. They'll be like in the mid. They'll be in the mid. <coughs> the Dolphins will. Um, so that'll happen there. But that's four. That's what four picks in the top fifty. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. But we do have some other news though. I'm not sure yes. if we said this last episode or not, but it's two a time in Miami. Absolutely. Yep. Although I do feel horrifically bad for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, they're three and three. He's playing well, and they're on a playoff spot. I think, or they're close to a playoff spot. I'm like, yeah, sorry, um, this guy's you're, you're getting replaced, but wh- wh- why? So I kind of feel bad for him there, uh, but it's two a time. It's and fucking two a time, baby. All the starting, all the quarterbacks who were drafted in the first round are going to be starting. Um, which is great. A new except era for Jordan of Love. Has except done. for Jordan Love. Yeah. Cause- yeah, because Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Love Tua. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see him go out. Uh, obviously, they're on a bye this week. Uh, they play the the Rams week eight, so it gives Tua two weeks to prepare for running of his life against Aaron Donald. Unless the Dolphins trade for Daniel Brunskill. <laughs> but they won't be able to. But, yes, yeah, so that's the big news there. We also have some other news, though. It's not official yet, but all in, all the reports indicate that Des Bryant will be signed to the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. What? And Des Bryant, he used to be, he was, he used to be really good. Yes, he hasn't he played in, really good. I think he's played in three years. He hasn't played since 2017. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so he's coming back. Um, and also some former Niner news, Aaron Lynch unretired. And yes. has signed to the Jaguars practice squad or active roster. I don't care. Practice squad. No one cares about the Jaguars or Aaron Lynch, but he was a former Niner. What? I love I, Aaron Lynch. I thought he was going to be really good, but then he's like, yeah. Me yeah, me too. Absolutely. Conditioning? <laughs> yeah, he got Nope. And well, he, um, he did have a child. He has taken care of his child. But um, you're still a professional football player. Yeah. And they have like Bruce Miller, team. too. What'd you say? They have Bruce Miller, too. Yes, I wish I hopefully doesn't punch some old man in the face. Wait, those charges did get dropped. Be fair to him. Um, insignificant, insignificant evidence, which means that he paid him off. 
with the video camera sure right right right, right, right. which means he paid him off right. um so yeah um i think they have they Tremont. Came, they came they came to a settlement right i think, they have, I think they have tremaine brock too that i could not uh tremaine brock was a, i could not confirm that brock was a good niner until he domestically until he punched his wife God, Niners had like 10 felony people on their team. Yeah, CJ Spillman, prison, rape. Rape McDonald. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Spillman, prison, rape. Aaron, 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 um, not Aaron Lynch. Alden Smith, six DOIs, countless number of domestic violence things. Um, Bruce Smith demolished an 80 year old's face. Um, Ray McDonald, as you said, basically it was a, was a, Bruce was, Miller, not Bruce Smith. Bruce Miller, yeah. Then um, <laughs> Ray McDonald, as you said, was accused of like three different rapes, sexual assaults. Um, God, he was a good defensive end. Fucking A, man. Ahmad Brooks had a DUI, but uh, everyone uh, has one of those. Ahmad Brooks almost almost killed Drew Brees. Oh, Chris Culliver was homophobic and chased around a guy with brass knuckles in a parking lot. <laughs> Big yikes. Well, yeah. Jake... This now alludes to the best time of the week. Ah, week seven. Back at the picks again. Forget the records last week, I don't remember. But records of the season. James. 28 and 12. That's nice. I'm 25 and 15. So I'm three games back. And we've been picking this we've been picking the same teams in the games usually. This week it's kinda different. There's gonna be different picks in this game. In this week, I mean. But first, it's the lock of the week. James, what game did you strain the pick? Hard pick here, but I'm taking Bill's Mafia over. Mm, bold pick. Can't believe anyone else can think of that. Moving on now to my lock of the week. Chiefs will beat the Denver Broncos in Denver and improve to whoever their record will improve to. I forget their record. I think they're five and one, so six and one. And Patrick Mahomes is annoying, but good. I now know what it's like to hate Steph Curry. Moving on. Upset pick of the week. I've been having some trouble with these picks recently. Even though they've been close games, no team has been able to, you know, finish the deal. James, what's your upset pick? I'm taking the Steel Curtain Steelers over the Tennessee Titans. Mm. Steelers go to 6-0. Yeah. My upset. No, no really good game to pick for an upset. Just going to throw it out there. So... I decided to pick the Detroit Lions to defeat the Atlanta Falcons. <coughs> to beat the Atlanta Falcons and help the Falcons get that first pick overall or top five pick so they can draft a quarterback in the future or something else. And that's my upset pick of the week. Now, of course, Niners, Patriots. James, what's your pick? I'm taking the... the, the, the... Niners! Ah, I'll be taking the Niners as well. 
That was a tough pick there. Moving on. Thursday night. Battle of shitters. Battle of two teams with no quarterback. Battle of two teams with no future. Battle of two teams with no offensive weapons. Battle of two teams with terrible coaches right now. Battle of two teams with two GMs are going to be fired. And there's an ad. God knows why for Trusiva. What the fuck that is. And now there's a second ad for a Nordic track bike. Although I said no ads and I got rid of the ads, but we're back. Thursday night, battle of shit, as I said. Eagles versus the New York Giants. James, what's your pick? I'm taking the G-Man here, New York Giants. Ah, uh, since, since James took the Giants, I'll be taking the Eagles. And hopefully we'll see Jalen Hurts more earlier than later. Because Carson Wentz sucks. Sunday Night Football, this is a great game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Almost said Oakland. I'm not from Oakland anymore. James, what's your pick? I'm taking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep, as I said. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't uh, apply here. I'm taking the Bucks as well. I can, I, I can never pick the Raiders. Unless they're playing the Jets or Giants, then I'll pick them. Or the Eagles. Um, I can't believe the Niners lost to the Eagles. God damn it. But that's my pick there. Monday Night Football, though. Battle of two frauds. The Chicago Bears and the Los Angeles Rams. Bears are 5-1. Rams are 4-2. James, what's your pick? Man, I'm taking the Rams. Fuck the Bears. Well, I'm Fuck you going, too, I'm going differently. And I'm taking the Bears. Only because I want to catch up in the standings. Or be, or be eliminated almost. But Nick Foles... Somehow it's five and one. The Bears are somehow five and one. The Bears are somewhat relevant. Hopefully it crashes down, but I think they're going to go six and one and win this game against the Rams. And that is your Week Seven picks. As we said earlier, James is twenty and twelve and twenty-five and fifteen. Hope I can bridge the gap, or James goes a little bit of a larger gap there, and we'll see what happens there. But that is your Week Seven picks. Yeah, that's your picks. That's NFL Pick'em. Um, so the last topic we have is the World Series is on the underway. Um, the series is tied one game apiece. The Dodgers took game one, eight to three. And the Rays won yesterday, six to four, behind two home runs from Brandon Lau. Um, he's heating up. Um, game three tomorrow night. I'm not sure who's pitching for the Rays. I'm not sure who's pitching for the Dodgers. I think it might be Walker Bu Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller. Um, whatever his name is, he might be starting Game Three, but we don't know yet. But I'm rooting for the Rays. I pick them. I picked them to win the World Series to start the postseason. I put twenty five dollars on them, and if I win, and if they win the World Series, I get three fifty. You'll get yeah, three fifty of fake money. Huh? Because uh, we don't bet uh, illegally here on the BA podcast. We bet for fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Three hundred fifty, three hundred fifty uh, roses. I meant. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, the series what, tied 1-1, Jake? Is that what you said? Yep, tied 1-1. Oh, uh, yeah, the Dodgers had a St. Mary's alumni actually pitch uh, game two. Uh, he gave up a home run in the second. L-O-L, St. Mary's baseball. <laughs> I'm glad he gave up the home run. Fuck him. <laughs> Shout out to the 
what's the Korean guy's name? G- I don't want to. I don't want to say something that comes off the you know the racist. So I'm gonna actually look up his name before I say it. Absolutely, that'd be a great idea, Jake. That'd be a great idea. I think it's um, actually, I mean, G Man Choi. I think I saw a stat. He's like the first. Um, did you see that stat? He's like yeah, the first first, uh, first Korean born MLB player to have a hit in the World Series. Yeah, you'll just see it. That's great. That's he's great a, for Asian Americans. He's a big he's and a, Asians in general. He's a big boy. Yeah, he hit, probably hit the dingers. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look him up. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Uh, World Series. Uh, six one two sixty. Jesus Christ. He's twenty nine yeah, years old. Uh, anything else to add on the World Series, Jake? Um. No. Go Rays. Yeah. Go Rays. Uh. Well, that's it for the episode. Thanks for listening to the BA Podcast with your co-host James with Jake, episode 103. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the BA underscore podcast one. Follow us on the SoundCloud app and also subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yep, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, do it 50 times to gain the system. One trick will never be an issue for over 33 months. We get a time to podcast worldwide. We don't take time to podcast sports progression. As we know, we shoot for the start to be a podcast. We get a time to podcast worldwide. You do that, we'll give you a high five. That's the episode. James? Bye!